It is day three of a very interesting discussion with Marcus Crawford, owner and operator of Broritos, one of the top food trucks in New Jersey. We are talking about how Broritos actually grew during the 2020 COVID crisis. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So from the first menu that you guys did on that very first truck, how is it different today? So the first menu was simple. Chicken, ground beef, you know, black beans, salty peppers, onions as a veggie, uh, veggie vegan option. Just very simple. Tacos, burritos, quesadillas. And then we had did a lobster roll too. Now we do tacos, burritos, quesadillas, nachos. Uh, we have sides of maduro, sides of street corn. Uh, we do churros. We added barbecue jackfruit. We added cactus. We added a super veg burrito, which is peppers, peppers and onions, madudos, cactus, rice beans, and whatever toppings the customer wants. We added a couple other specialty burritos, being one called the Big Fella. So that's everything, chicken, beef, peppers, rice beans. Uh, one called the Suavemente. So instead of going down the old line, we, we try to bring more fun into our menu because we feel like we have a bright, fun brand being burritos, bright green and stuff. So yeah, we started very simple. And then as we grew to a point where we can we can handle it, all right, let's bring in these specialty items. Let's bring in shrimp. Let's bring in other items that we know people want. And now we can offer those as well. That's awesome. I like the last thing you said about growing to where you could handle it. Right. That's the key because you couldn't ever start it with all that, could you? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, um, you know, it's, Kind of like you said, when you speak to other food truck owners, and I, I try to tell people the same thing, start simple. You're in a food truck, people will understand, start simple, do things well. And then once you do things well enough that it's streamlined, it's easy, you can always add. Yep. You can always add to, you know, you can always add to the menu. But when you try to open up and have this vast menu that not only confuses your customer, it's going to confuse you inside of your truck when you're trying to scramble to make all these different items. Like, let's keep it simple. Absolutely. Keep it simple. So if you guys started in 2015, 2016, that means you faced COVID. So how did y'all handle that? <laughs> man, man, man. Yeah. So taking me back to a time. So yeah. uh, COVID, you know, generally top of the year, we start getting bookings and stuff. And, you know, most of the time, mid-March, March, mid-March is kind of when we start to get the wheels spinning a little bit into April and May is when it like takes off. Um, for our season, but we had about three weeks of work in March scheduled with our truck, truck one, truck two was being built and we had just signed a lease in the store for Jan in January. We signed a lease for our store to be opened in March, April. COVID starts spreading around. And I told my team, I said, Hey guys, I think this is going to hit us. I think it's going to impact this and we just got to be ready. 
and literally a week later, everything was shut down. And it hurt us because our store wasn't open yet. Truck two was being built out. So that was, you know, still had to be paid for. And then truck one, everything we had scheduled on truck one, everything got canceled. So we were running a zero revenue, you know, for the month of March and we had bills to pay. Now we got to pay for a store. Now we got to pay for truck two. Now we got to pay ourselves. You know, that first month and a half from March, April even, very, very slow. We really didn't get the ball rolling again until June-ish of that year uh, when, when they kind of start reducing a little bit of restrictions and they gave us these, you know, oh, parties of 25 people or you know parties of 50 people. Once they started giving us, you know, those, those loops to, to work with, then we were able to start taking on more business. But prior to that, we were, we were pretty much just uh, trying to figure it out. How worried did you get? What, what was the, the peak that you were really concerned during the midst of that? You know, the initial hit, uh, just because we were, we were taking up, we were in an expansion mode. We were expanding. Right. You know, we had a <laughs> Chase, won't, Chase Bank won't admit to it, but we had a loan approved with Chank, Chase to help us out with some of this stuff. And they literally withdrew my, my application out of thin air. Right. That's why they, they gave me this random reason. I'm like, if it's COVID, just say it's COVID. I, I, I get it. But that put us in a bad spot because that was our funds to fund our expansion. Right. Um, and then again, like I said, so now we don't have the funds to take care of the truck. We don't have the funds to necessarily pay the rent. So that whole initial you know, shock factor in, in March, April of 2020 was was very challenging. But we listened and, and saw what others were doing and you know, we got our store open and we start being able to create meals for first responders and mm-hmm. then, you know, go make a meal in a store and drop it off. That helped us get by. Um, and then the government initially, you know, eventually start releasing the, the PVP and the idea loans and, and things like that, which ended up helping us out. So, yeah, that initial first shock was was a bit bad. But, you know, we, we made ways, um, especially when it came to being able to donate to, you know, first responders or, or people facing food insecurities. Um, or, you know, just other people facing any type of food hardships that, you know, we can provide for. Uh, that's how we kept our wheels spinning. So it sounds to me like you never were at a point where you're going to give up. You just basically changed course and made it work. Yeah, yeah. Giving up is uh, not really um, in the game plan. So, <laughs> you know, I had a, trust me, I had a, a lot of a lot of people that have been in the industry that I, I respect in the industry that have had success, you know, with stores and with food trucks. You know, they were telling me to run for the hills and, and get out of my lease. Get out, get out, get out. Do not do it. Do not do it. And that's from their experience. But, you know, from my experience and what the, the, the weight I felt on my shoulders, we had to keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even when your good friends give you some advice, sometimes you just got to take a step back and understand where you are and what you want to do. You know, those people, they didn't steer me wrong at all. But I just had to make a decision that I felt was best for, you know, myself and my team. And that was to keep on going. And I think that makes you a stronger company today, having made that decision, because now you know what you can actually deal with and survive. Right. Because if you'd have given up and said, oh, yeah, let's just you know sell out. And what's the future going to be like for you the next time a little hiccup comes up? Right. Right. Yeah. So and, and who knows? I'm pretty sure hopefully we don't see another pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It only seems to be about every hundred years. So I don't think either you or I will see the next one. <laughs> right. <laughs> But anyway, I, I'm glad to see you survive because I mean, there's a story there in and of itself. Is you know you're in growth mode, but today you do have that second truck open and you have the storefront as well. 
Yes. So even dealing with probably what could have been the absolute worst possible timing for COVID to hit for you, you still survived it and are on the better side of it. Right. Absolutely. Because when COVID first came out, I dealt with a lot of people and I put out information on what they could do to help themselves to survive. Because I'm one of those people that if I have a business, I am going to do everything that I possibly can to keep my responsibilities to my guests and to my employees because they came to me, you know, and it sounds like what you were, you were concerned with. How am I going to get through as a business so I can support my family and also support my employees' families? Right. So that perfect attitude. All right. So once you get past COVID and things start to loosen up a little bit, how long did it take that second truck to get finished and actually get an operation? Truck two actually ended up launching July of 2020. Okay. So, so not, not too bad. No, I mean, it was supposed to be March. Right. <laughs> um, and I, I'm pretty sure they finished the build out in, in April or May, but I was kind of like, yeah, so you're just going to have to hold on to it for a couple of weeks. You know, I just let them hold on to it until we had the, you know, the money, the resources to actually pay for it. We got a rack put on the road. And thankfully, we had that emotion because that helped us get through COVID right. um, by having the bucks because our store was, you know, it was slow. We didn't get to have a grand opening. We didn't get to really introduce ourselves correctly, but our trucks were still able to go and, um, you know, do sales and get us to, you know, a sustainable point. Okay. Did truck two come before or after the opening of the storefront? After. After. Okay. So it was one truck, storefront, two trucks. Right. Okay. So how was the opening then of of the storefront? You said you didn't have a grand opening. Was it just real slow? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was. No, we, we couldn't do a grand opening. You couldn't have a gathering of more than 25 people. Right. Uh, you know, people were, you know, at the height of it, uh, I'm not sure we, where are you based out of? Florida. Okay, so you're in Florida. So you guys never really closed. You know, at the height of it for us, people, were, we had curfew at like 8 o'clock. <laughs> you know, people were, people were like, you're scared. You don't want to be around anybody. So especially in this area, the tri-state New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, things were just shut down, you know. So it was, how, people weren't working. They're not going to the offices. So whether I go drop flyers off flyers off at an office or not, no one's going to see it. Right. Everybody's working virtual. So it was like, it was super slow. Um, even joining on to like the, the third party sites to, to get some sales, like it helped out, but it was, it was really tough with the store. Right. But you did what you needed to do to stay alive, to stay yeah. as a business, stay alive. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what it, and it all comes down to your attitude. I'm sure your leadership helped to make a difference. Yeah. I would, I would like to think so. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously you're sitting here talking to me and you're still open. So it made a difference, <laughs> which is awesome. Tell me the differences in the menu from the food trucks to the storefront menu. Are they identical or are they different? The food truck menu is still simplified. And then we do like a lot of private events, private catering. So the menu that I kind of mentioned before, all of those options are available if a private client wants them. Right. Whereas the store, those were available all the time. You know, all of those options were available all the time with the truck. You know, we got the simple menu. And then if you request some of these other specialties, we can bring them on. Have you ever had a request for a catering that went outside of your normal menu? No, because we we have food for everybody. Right. So uh, if somebody says that they're allergic to cilantro, we just take the cilantro. We just tell, okay, cool. We'll just take the cilantro out. Right. Um, if somebody wants a 
a strictly vegetarian menu, which was kind of like a first for us. We did get first with that. Like, okay, we want all vegetarian. Right. Okay, fine. We That's why we started to create more vegetarian options with great flavor so that we can offer that. So actually the answer is yes, not no. Uh, and then <laughs> people had asked us for breakfast and we have a breakfast menu. So we, you know, whatever people asked for, although we didn't necessarily do it, once we had the store, it gave us a place to kind of create these items and test these items. And then we could always just take them from the store. And, and right. them. Tomorrow, we wrap up the interview with Marcus and talk about who he sees as his competition. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.